going on, Fourth and Inches Podcast listeners? You got Kevin Stevie P coming at you today. What's going on, Stevie P? What's going on, Kev? What's going on, Fourth and Inches family? Because at this point, you guys are basically family. <laughs> sure are at this point. Uh, so we are going to do our DFS podcast for the week, getting into some of the guys on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel that we like, um, some of the higher price guys, some of the lower price guys. You know, try to win you guys some money this week. Uh, but first, don't forget to check us out on the website, www.4thandinchesff.com. That's www.4thandinchesff.com for a bunch of content. You got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. This will give you access to DFS info. We're going to also keep you updated on the cheat codes, which we'll be keeping updated monthly. So check those out. Also, look for us on the Fantasy Life app. We'll be doing star sick questions throughout the year. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. Also, uh, we do a FanDuel tournament every week. So if you're interested in uh, joining a $2 FanDuel tournament to compete against Stevie P, Dan, and myself, uh, hit Stevie P up in the show notes, and he will send you the invitation. So let's get this thing started. Let's start with our high-priced quarterback. Steve, why don't you start us off? So my first guy is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson at 7,100 is a guy in a game script that should be high scoring. should be a high scoring game. We know that Tampa Bay can score points, but we also know that Tampa Bay has a really tough time stopping the throw. You know what I mean? They can't stop anybody from throwing the ball on them. You know what I mean? It's been a problem all year long and they've been a very good run defense so with them being a very good run defense I could definitely see this game being a more passing heavy game script for the Seattle Seahawks you know they're probably going to try to take Chris Carson away if that happens Russell Wilson's going to have to throw a lot so you're going to see a whole lot of DK Metcalf you're going to see a whole lot of Tyler Lockett you're going to see a whole lot of throwing in this game Russell Wilson doing his thing you know as basically an MVP candidate, you know, he's been great all year. So I could definitely see a game script that, you know, involves Russell Wilson throwing the ball a whole lot. Yes, uh, I agree. I also have Russell Wilson as one of my higher priced quarterbacks that I think, uh, you know, is going to perform to that price. You know, he's got a great matchup with Tampa Bay, um, you know, Tampa Bay cannot stop anybody in the passing game. You know, Steve just basically talked about it. They're they're more of a run stuffing D, and their 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 pass defense is literally uh, just up and down the field. So, you know, to me, Russell Wilson this week is definitely one of the best, if not the best, high priced quarterback there is. Uh, my other high priced quarterback is Matthew Stafford. He is sixty eight hundred in DraftKings, seventy nine hundred in. FanDuel, um, he has another great matchup against Oakland. Uh, you know, you've seen two weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers went for, you know, over 405 touchdowns. Last week, Deshaun went for over 350 and three touchdowns. This Oakland offense can be passed on, and they are 26th against, uh, you know, giving 26th giving uh, against the quarterback, most fantasy points to the quarterback. So, you know, Matthew Stafford is definitely in position to have a blow up week. Thank you know, Matthew Stafford is in a definitely a game script against a bad Raiders defense to really have some 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 points in this game. You know, it's 
it's definitely not a crazy idea to think that Matthew Stafford is one of the highest scoring quarterbacks again this week. So my next guy is actually somebody that I don't know how many people are going to play this week, but it's Carson Wentz. I think that Carson Wentz is going to have a very big game against this Bears defense. This Bears defense is reeling. They have had some serious issues in stopping, you know, really anybody the past couple of weeks. I mean, they've done a pretty good job, and then in the second half they kind of flail and, and give up a whole bunch of points because Mitch Trubisky is terrible. You know what I mean? Mitch Trubisky can't keep the offense going. The defense is on the field way too much, and against this Philadelphia Eagles offense, you know, with a healthy Deshaun Jackson, who I think is just the, you know, unlock button to what this Eagles offense could be. I definitely think, you know, Carson Wentz has a very big game in this game. You know, I I like Alshon. I like Ertz. I like, you know, Howard. I I like the running game in this game. I like everything about the Eagles in this game. I think it's a big Eagles win. And it's due in part because Carson Wentz goes off. And another guy right around the same price range uh, is Jameis Winston at 6,100. You know, Carson Wentz is 5,700. Jameis Winston is 6,100. Jameis Winston just in a game script that, you know, once again, you know, this team can't run the ball. (laughs) And the Seahawks have a tough time defending the run. I mean, the pass. So Jameis Winston is, to me, easy. You know, it's it's uh, is an easy one, two, three DFS play. You know, you look at the, you know, one, two, three options, which is they can't run. They have a good time passing and their defense is terrible. So, you know, one, two, three it up. You know I mean, they have the game script that Jameis Winston is going to be throwing a whole lot because they are not going to be able to run on this Seahawks team. And, you know, I love both of the wide receivers on Jameis Winston's side of the ball. So I definitely like Jameis Winston this week to do his thing. Yeah, um, I will go and say Derek Carr. Um, I think Derek Carr in this game, you know, uh, Detroit gives up a lot of yards in the past game, a lot of points to fantasy quarterbacks. Um, you know, they do have Darius Slay, but he has not been himself this year for some reason. So, you know, to me, Derek Carr, especially in a matchup where they were probably going to have to be, you know, scoring a lot of points to catch up with or to keep pace with Detroit. I think Derek Carr at a price of $5,500 on DraftKings um, is well worth it. You know, he definitely enables you to, you know, kind of, you know, use your other positions to get better values. And, you know, you know, get better players and you can even throw Darren Waller into your tight end spot and hope you get a stack. I know Waller hasn't been getting in the end zone that much this year, but, you know, Waller has been a beast of a tight end and Detroit gives up a lot of points to the tight end also. So, uh, you know, Derek Carr is one of my lower priced options. Uh, Also, Sam Darnold, you know, Sam Darnold is at fifty nine hundred. He's going against the Dolphins. Um you know, nothing more needs to be said. He's going against the Dolphins. <laughs> End of story. Uh, you know, this this could be a game where hopefully he gets his self back together because the last couple weeks he's been very, very bad. Yeah, my man is seeing ghosts out there, you know, is what he's telling the coaches. So, yeah, it's going to be a situation where, you know, he needs to get it off the, the terrible, you know, terrible past couple of games he's been in and uh, just go do his thing. So for me, uh, let's get into some lower price guys. 
some lower price guys that I think, you know, almost nobody is going to be on. And, you know, I, I'm going to be on him because I still think that he could have a big game against the Broncos. And that is Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Baker Mayfield going up against a, you know, Brandon Allen run Broncos team is going to be, you know, I don't think he is going to be great, but at 5,100, you know, he literally only needs to get you 15 DK points. And honestly, I definitely think he can get that. You know, it, all they need is a couple of turnovers, you know, him to throw, you know, he hasn't done it all year, but he could do it in this game. You know, two touchdowns in this game. You know, I think Jarvis Landry is going to be big in this game. So, you know, it's OBJ is going to be seeing Chris Harris. So, obviously, you know, you're not you're not double teaming it with Chris Harris, you know, being in there. You know, but, you know, Jarvis Landry could have a big game. And I just think that the Browns are at a point that, you know, going up against this terrible offense, you know, this could be a terrible offense. We don't know what Brandon Allen is going to be, honestly. We we have no idea. He could turn the ball over ten times. We have no idea. But, you know, what we do know is this could be a situation that, you know, Baker Mayfield, it's a must-win game if they even want to sniff the playoffs. You know, they have to win this game. And I think Baker, after all the criticism he's been getting and people bashing him, you know, I think he could try to come out and really wing this thing, you know, this week. So, you know, this is only a GPP play for me. But, you know, I do like the game script and situation for Baker Mayfield this week to have a good game. Honestly, I think he could definitely do that as long as he doesn't freak out on a reporter. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the running backs now. Obviously, uh, you talked about it in our our Friday podcast that Dalvin Cook is probably going to be the highest owned player in you know um, daily fantasy this week he goes up against the chiefs chiefs are uh 29th in the in the against fantasy running backs uh giving up fantasy points to running backs so you know to me dalvin cook is is almost a definite play this week you know a guy that obviously minnesota is going to lean on uh kansas city obviously without Mahomes isn't as dangerous of an offense but you still want to keep those weapons like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, even Shady McCoy. You want to keep them guys off the field. So I expect uh, Minnesota to run the ball a lot in this game, and Dalvin Cook is going to be eaten. My man, eaten. But, yeah, Dalvin Cook is a no-brainer. At 9,500, Dalvin Cook is going to do his thing. It's going to be, you know, it's the right game script. I mean, the Chiefs can't stop the run. We saw that with the Green Bay Packers last week, you know, that they can't stop you know, good running backs and Dalvin cook is a very, very good running back. So I expect it to be a situation that he scores some points here. He's going to do his thing. Yeah. And next is McCaffrey at what? 95 Kev. And I got for McCaffrey. No, no, I got McCaffrey at 10,000. Okay. So 10,000 for Christian McCaffrey, you know, a guy that can get you 30, Fantasy points in any given week, really. It's just he's that damn good. You are paying for McCaffrey. <laughs> you are paying twenty percent of your of your allotment for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I definitely, bro. He's definitely, you know, he's a whole lot of priced up. But you know what? In in past years, we've seen guys like, you know, uh, 
let me think here, Le'Veon Bell, and we've seen, um, you know, just guys priced up at 10-5, 10-7. You know I mean, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? I think Todd Gurley, the year that he had, you know, that huge year two years ago, he was priced up at like 4700 I mean, I mean 10700 It was crazy. Like, it was just big, big numbers for those guys. And Christian McCaffrey is – to me, he's worth every single penny of ten thousand. I mean, ten thousand he gets you, you know, thirty DK points, and it's just, you know, it's locked in, you know, three X. Yeah. So if you're telling me I can get Christian McCaffrey for ten K, he goes for, you know, three X. You know, three goes for thirty. You know, I'm gonna be happy with that all day, and I definitely think he can get you that with not a problem in the world, and. You know, when I say 3x, guys, I'm basically explaining. So the price of the player is 10,000. He gets you 30 points. He's getting you 3x. I mean, he gets you 40 points. He's getting you 4x in in all those different numbers. I mean, if it's 4,000, he needs to get you 12 to get you 3x, and so on and so forth. It's just a math equation. Literally, very simple math that you can do all by yourself. This is math. Simple math. The X stands for times, so three times. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's simple. We're just trying to, you know, explain it to you guys a little bit, you know, because you know some people hear those three X's and they don't, they really don't understand. You know, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not, uh, they're new to DFS, so they don't understand the three X. And I get it. So you know, we want to explain it to you so that you understand what you're trying to get. You're trying to get X amount of points from this player, this player, and that player. You know what I mean? And you want them all to hit, you know, three X is that magical number. You know what I mean? You want all of your players to hit three X because that's when you have chances of winning all day long. All right, another guy I like is Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb at 7,300 going against the Broncos. Uh, we just, you know, talked about it from the standpoint of Baker Mayfield and and how, you know, Brandon Allen. We don't know what he's got. This guy could turn the ball over five five times. You know, who knows? And to me, Denver is very vulnerable in the run game. They've given up twenty two most fantasy points to running backs, and Nick Chubb is just an absolute monster. I don't even know how Kareem Hunt takes any of his work coming back because Nick Chubb is just so damn good. Uh, to me, he's a great start in this one and, you know, could really could really have a, a very solid week for DFS. Yeah, I agree. Like I said before, you have no idea what Allen is. We have no idea what he's going to do. We have no idea if he's going to turn the ball over 47,000 times. And, you know, Nick Chubb could definitely do his thing and get you a whole bunch of points. Yeah, so my next guy is Aaron Jones. You know, Aaron Jones... We saw what he did last week. He's 7K this week. Going going up against a terrible Chargers defense, I could see Aaron Jones having, you know, maybe not the same game he had last week, but just a ridiculous game. Aaron Jones is one of the, you know, most explosive running backs in the league when it comes to fantasy points. I mean, he really is. He just puts up fantasy points without a problem. You know, he... You know, has everything going for him. You know what I mean? Devontae Adams, even when he comes back, I still think Aaron Jones is used heavily. And this week against a really, really bad Los Angeles Chargers defense, I definitely think Aaron Jones is a guy that I'm going to have in 80% of my lineups because I just love him this week against that bad defense. All right. My guy is Le'Veon Bell. No. 
plays the Dolphins. No need to say anything more. No, I do want to say, you know, Le'Veon Bell this year has been very under, underused. And he, you know, went to the coach, you know, expressed his his concerns about not getting the ball enough. Adam Gase himself said he needs to get Le'Veon Bell the ball more. So this game, I just think they're going to use the hell out of Le'Veon. You know, he was just apparently he was just in the, on on the trading block, you know. But I think he he's going to come out with a vengeance in this game, and he's just going to take over. I think this is going to be a huge Le'Veon Bell game. Yeah, since we brought up Le'Veon Bell, let's get to the Steelers because the Steelers have a guy that I'm super interested in, like in almost all my lineups, Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels is in a game script where he's just going to get all the touches. I mean, Indy is a good defense, and they've been underrated this year. So, you know, you expect them to have a good game. You know, I'm not too worried about, you know, anybody else touching the ball back there. I think Jalen Samuels is in a game where he is going to see – as many touches as he could possibly handle. This is a Colts team that's not putting up a lot of points. They are struggling to score, and Pittsburgh is a good defense. So I don't think this game is going to get out of hand. And even if it does, Jalen Samuels catches the ball out of the backfield a lot, like a lot, a lot. So I could definitely see Jalen Samuels being heavily, heavily used in this game. And at $4,000? Like, to me, it's a no-brainer. I want him in a lot of my lineup, and definitely in all my 50-50s. You know, Jalen Samuels, to the lock button, the free square, however you want to put it, Jalen Samuels needs to be in all lineups that are 50-50 lineups and head-to-heads because basically everybody's going to use him, and he's going to be good this week with all of those touches, all of them. Totally agree. He is definitely one of my lower-priced guys, too, at $4,000. I don't think you can beat that at all. Um, another lower price guy I have is Melvin Gordon. Um, I think this is the game Melvin Gordon could come back to life. They play uh, the Packers. Um, we've seen the Packers give up a ton of run, you know, rushing yards. Packers have gotten beat on the ground. They have a pretty good pass defense. So this is a game where I think if San Diego wants to stay competitive and wants to have an opportunity to win, they are going to have to hand the ball off to their running backs. And to me, I just like Melvin Gordon in this one. I think he's just got a little bit more of the body style and running style that Green Bay has been susceptible to. And, you know, you watch Jordan Howard a few weeks ago put a hurting on the, on, on the Packers. And, you know, Melvin Gordon is going to be that kind of that similar running back. And I, I just think Gordon at $5,000 is going to be well worth it. He could touch the ball 15 to 20 times in this game. Yeah, I can't, I can't agree more. I think, you know, Melvin Gordon, if this is going to be, you know, a Chargers win, they're going to have to run the ball. And Melly could, you know, get a lot of work. He's definitely in a game script against the Packers off defense that, you know, has been susceptible to the run game. And, you know, if there's a get-right game, this has got to be it. This has got to be that game. So Melvin Gorin's got to get going. He's got to be doing something. You know what I mean? And I really like Melvin Gorin this week, too. Uh, my next guy is going to be Royce Freeman. You know what I mean? I really like Royce Freeman this week. I already talked about it. I think that, you know, he's just been the guy that touches the ball the most out of the backfield catching the ball. You know, he has 169 passing snaps to 113 from, you know, Philip Lindsay. So I think in DK especially, you know, a guy that is 
you know, being targeted the way he's being targeted and getting in there, you know, doing his thing. He's been very good the past couple of weeks. I mean, he scored a couple of touchdowns. I just really like the game script that this could be because I do think that, you know, it's going to be a check down Charlie game with Brandon, you know, with Brandon Allen. So they're going to have to get the ball out of his hands quick. And if they're going to get the ball out of his hands quick, it's going to be a Freeman game. He has been the guy that's been heavily used in the passing game. And I just think that it's going to be a, you know, lighted up Freeman game uh, going up against this Cleveland Browns team that gives some points up to pass catching running backs all day long. All right. Yeah. Is that all for your low price running backs? Can we move on to receiver? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's move on to high priced receivers. Uh, Kenny Galladay. Uh, you know, you just talked about stacking the lions, you know, with Matthew Stafford. And I think Kenny Galladay is the perfect stack, you know, He's the guy that can get deep on this Oakland defense. And, you know, to me, he is definitely Matthew Stafford's favorite target. I know Stafford tends to use all their all his receivers pretty, pretty generously. But in this one, I think it's just going to be another Kenny Galladay day. So to me, Kenny Galladay is what a great high priced option to throw in there. All right. So my next guy is going to be Allen Robinson. I love Allen Robinson this week. I think Allen Robinson is in a game script where, you know, if Philly, if I'm right and Philly does start to mash the Bears, then it's going to be a game script where you're going to see a whole lot of Allen Robinson. I mean, I think it was two or three weeks ago he had 16 targets. He's never had less than seven targets in a game this year. So going up against a Philadelphia defense that has had a lot of trouble stopping the wide receiver position, I could see Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I could see Allen Robinson having a very big game uh, and being targeted a lot. You know, Mitchell Trubisky. Kev has said it a couple of times that he is going to probably get benched after this game. So if he doesn't want to get benched, he better start throwing the ball to Allen Robinson a whole lot. Like focus in on Allen Robinson in this game and get him the ball. All right. So another guy I like is Tyler Lockett. Uh, you know, we just talked about Russell Wilson and, you know, I think Tyler Lockett is going to be uh, heavily targeted last week. I think he had six catches for a hundred yards. Um, I could see him doing something similar. I don't think he got in the end zone last week, but I do think this week he's going to get into the end zone. I mean, you know, this Tampa Bay defense is just, an open market for passing and you know Tyler Lockett is you know he he really hasn't had blow up games he's had very solid games but I think he's due for a huge game you know I, I can see Tyler Lockett having a big one here yeah I agree you know I mean Tampa Bay is a terrible pass defense and Tyler Lockett could be very good Tyler Lockett is a guy that you know, we know can score long touchdowns, short touchdowns, just get open very easily, and Tampa Bay can't stop that dude. So for me, love that guy. Um, so my next wide receiver is going to be I – I had a really tough time trying to figure out whether I want Chris Godwin at 7,300 or Mike Evans at 7,200. I mean, they're only 100 apart, so it's not hard to get either one of them in. You have to choose. And if I have to choose, you know – I'll probably I have to go Godwin and honestly with some of the lower priced running backs and 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 things like that that are in the you know DK this week you know I might put them both in but we'll go with Godwin uh for the you know podcast purposes and just Godwin has a great matchup you know what I mean they can't they can't stop the slot position 
You know what I mean? He plays in the slot. He's going to get a whole lot of targets. You know, I know last week he didn't score you a whole bunch of points, and, you know, you might have been disappointed uh, in your, you know, DK lineups last week with him. But, you know, that's the perfect time to go back to a guy. And I think he is just going to go off. You know, I think they are going to feed him a little bit in this game, knowing that they have trouble covering the slot. And, you know, Jameis Winston really needs to stop turning the ball over. So Chris Godwin is a guy that they can throw the ball to quickly, and I like him a lot this week. Yep. Chris Godwin is one of my high guys as well. Uh, You know, I do think that Tampa Bay is going to have to pass the ball. I do think both of these receivers are going to be uh, highly relevant. And, you know, to me, I just think that Chris Godwin is going to be the guy that gets more love than Mike Evans. So I 100% agree. Chris Godwin is definitely a guy you could throw in your lineups. Um, he's the most expensive option in FanDuel. He's 8,200, but you know he's he's definitely a guy that could be well worth it this week because you can throw on the Seahawks. Let's get into some lower priced wide receivers. Um, I'm just going to go with Jamison Crowder and Robbie Anderson. I think that if you're playing DraftKings, you're going to go Jamison Crowder, and if you go FanDuel, you would go Robbie Anderson. Um, you know, Robbie Anderson is more of a guy that's going to get a long shot, you know, couple deep balls. And I think that's better for FanDuel where you're going to want more, uh, want touchdowns more, more because it's only half point PPR. Whereas Jamison Crowder, we saw in week one, he got 17 targets. I don't think he's going to see that many targets again in the game, but you know, he's a guy that Sam Bradford is going to lean on for checkdowns. And, you know, to me, Jamison Crowder could have, you know, seven, eight targets, maybe nine targets in this game. And, you know, I think for DraftKings at a $5,300 value, you know, like Steve said, you know, he needs 15 fantasy points. And if he can get, you know, seven, you know, seven catches for 80 yards, which is definitely a very uh, foreseeable stat line for Jamison Crowder. I think it's well, it's definitely going to be worth it. Yeah, I agree. I think Jamison Crowder is in a, in a good spot against a bad Miami Dolphins defense. Going to see a bunch of targets, going to be able to do his thing. And, you know, I like him. I think he could definitely see some targets. And if he gets in the box for you at his price, you are going to be super happy about that. All right, so my next low guy is going to be Mike Williams. You know, uh, I have two lower guys that I really like this week, but Mike Williams I'll talk about first. Um, I just think Mike Williams scores, and Mike Williams is priced at 4600 At 4600 if he gets into the end zone, you are going to be extremely happy with Mike, Mike Williams. You know, uh, and I just like – the game script, I think that Green Bay is going to be able to score some points. I think that, you know, Melvin Gordon could have a good game, but I also think that, you know, it is about time that he gets into the end zone, and I could definitely see that happening in this game. So Mike Williams, a guy that is lower priced, that I could see getting, you know, he's been getting, been getting the targets, so you know he's getting the targets. You don't have to worry about that. And, uh, you know, I definitely think he's going to get in the end zone. So if he gets you a couple of catches, you know, 50, 60, 80 yards, uh, you know, and a touchdown, you're good. All right, guys, so at this point, real quick, we just wanted to add in here that the audio got a little bit messed up in this portion of the podcast. So Kev started talking about Alshon Jeffrey, uh, you know, how Alshon Jeffrey is priced at priced at 5000 And uh, he starts talking about how Kyle Fuller is going to have a tough time guarding him. So I will let Kevin continue from there. And I don't think that, you know, Kyle Fuller has, is really a good, you know, good matchup for him. I, he, 
he beats Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller kind of struggles against bigger receivers. So, you know, this is definitely a game I can see Alshon, you know, putting up a similar stat line, getting into the end zone and being worth the $500 or $5,000 price. Yes, sir. So my second guy here that I really like at a lower price this week is DJ Moore. So DJ Moore is 5,800. We kind of talked about this. Or 4,800, I'm sorry, 4,800. We kind of talked about this on the Friday cast. And, you know, DJ Moore has my probably my favorite matchup of the week of all the wide receivers. LaShawn Sims is going to be guarding DJ Moore um, due to, you know, injury, basically. Uh, It is a situation that, you know, Tennessee has no other choice but to put him back there because, you know, it's it just – you know, they have Chris Melton injured. You know, there's just some injuries here that I think it is going to be a super heavy DJ Moore game. I think they're going to throw a lot to DJ Moore. Uh, I mean, especially because Kyle Allen looked so bad last week that I think he is going to make it a point to come and bring it in this game. I think he doesn't have any other choice. You know, if he wants to be the starting running I mean quarterback of this team for the rest of the season because it sounds like, you know, Cam might be out longer than we've all, you know, we thought Cam was coming back the next couple of weeks, you know, Kyle Ann is going to have to throw a lot and I think his main target is going to be DJ other than obviously Christian Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, for me, I I, I don't I don't know if Cam is coming back this year, man. Yeah, it, it doesn't it sounds seem like, it like might not happen. Yeah, it's, Cam sounds like he might be out for for the rest of the season. He might be doing the Andrew Luck, you know, sit sit him out for a year. For real. All right, so my next low price guy is Deontay Johnson at forty five hundred. Uh, you know, if you look at these games since Mason Rudolph, uh, since Mason Rudolph has taken over, uh, Deontay Johnson last week had seven targets. Uh, the previous game was um, Hodges at quarterback. He only had two targets. But before that, Rudolph, uh, before that, the previous three games with Rudolph, he had eight targets, six targets, and six targets. So Deontay Johnson is a guy who is getting looks in this offense. You saw what he did last week in the, against the Dolphins on the Monday night game. Went, you know, five for 84 in a touchdown. Obviously, about 40 of it was that you know, terrible touchdown that he just ran over the middle. But he is a guy that is getting a ton of looks. And at this price, um, you know, against a defense that gives up a good amount of fantasy points to wide receivers, the Colts, you know, haven't been stopping wide receivers this year. So to me, Deontay Johnson at 4,500 is a very good uh, purchase. Yeah, I agree. We saw that big touchdown he had. And honestly, with with uh, Mason Rudolph being back there, he's been – He's been good in basically every game that Rudolph every has played. Game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not a, a stretch to think that he has a good game. You know what I mean? I think he could be very, you know, very highly used and, and have a good game. Yep. So let's move on to the tight ends. You got any other wide receivers? Nah, I think we'll, we'll save that for the, uh, for the paying customer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. So we'll move on to the tight ends. Uh, I'll start it off. My high-priced guy is Darren Waller. Um, you know, we talked about him with, you know, the Oakland, when I talked about Derek Carr a little bit. You know, um, uh, the Lions just tend to give up a ton of points to uh, tight ends. They're 27th against fantasy tight ends. I think Darren Waller is going to be one of the most used uh, tight ends in uh, DFS this week. But 
I just think he's going to eat in this one. He's averaging 17.2 fantasy points per game, the most out of any tight end. You know, he's well worth it. And to me, you know, he's a guy I'm definitely throwing in my lineups. Yeah, it's, you know, to me, you know, he's the no-brainer tight end of the week, you know, at 6,300. And we told you about some of these cheap options that you can get into your lineup to get Waller in there and be comfortable at, you know, still be able to get a Christian McCaffrey in there, still be able to get, you know, uh, a Dalvin Cook in there. It's just, you know, Darren Waller to me is definitely, I agree with you, the, you know, best tight end on the slate for me. Uh, my high-priced guy that I like a lot this week is Hunter Henry. You know what I mean? Hunter Henry going against Green Bay, I just feel like, you know, at home, you know, he is a he's a different beast. The dude is just very, very good. He is one of my favorite plays on the week. You know, he's been highly targeted by by uh, Phillip Rivers, and I just I like him a lot this week. You know, he has been very consistent, and, you know, playing at home just makes me feel a whole lot better about playing him. All right, my low-priced tight end and one of my favorite plays of the week is Cameron Brait. Uh, he is questionable, so you're going to have to pay attention to it, but I think he's going to play. O.J. Howard is out. Um, you know, Seattle is 29th again, uh, against the tight end in fantasy scoring. Now, they are very susceptible to tight end, uh, tight end numbers. And to me, you know, Jameis Winston has had a good chemistry over the years with Cameron Brait, and I could definitely see – uh, breaking it into the end zone in this one, and he's only $3,100 in DraftKings. Like that at that price, and he's going to be the starting tight end, you know, and you know he's going to get consistent looks. You know, to me, I think it's a no brainer. Yeah, I, I really like Break this week, too. I think the Seattle team is going to struggle to stop any tight end. They've, they've proved that all basically all year, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. that they have trouble stopping that tight end position, and uh, like him a lot. Uh, another guy that I'm heavy on this week is TJ Hawkinson. You know, I talked to him, I talked about him on the Friday cast. You know, uh, Oakland is 28th against stopping the the wide receiver. I mean, the tight end position. So another team that struggles against the tight end. And I think TJ is going to you know see some, you know, see some touchdown, you know, upside coming up here in the next couple of weeks. I really do think so. You know, he's dropped a couple this year. But near the red zone, you know what I mean, he's one of the highest tight, you know, targeted tight ends in the league. So, you know, for me, I think TJ is well, you know, suited in this game to have, you know, definitely a touchdown and, you know, a couple of a couple of targets come his way. Yep, I totally agree. A couple more lower priced tight end, tight ends. I don't really want to get into too much. I'll just throw them out there. John o. Smith, you saw what kind of game he had last week. Um, I just think Tannehill is going to lean on him a little bit this week, even more after what he showed last week. And Eric Ebron has a great matchup against Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, they give up 26 most fantasy points to tight ends. So Eric Ebron is a guy I don't think a lot of people are going to use. But, you know, to me, he's a solid play this week. Yep, yep. All right, let's get into the defenses. You can start it off because I know you got a great high price defense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the Buffalo Bills. You know what I mean? The Buffalo Bills to me is just easy. You know, on DraftKings, it's it's thirty eight hundred, which you know is is higher priced for a defense. But you know what? Dwayne Haskins has just showed you absolutely nothing this year to make you think that the Bills are not going to dominate this game. 
You know what I mean? They really has shown you nothing. You know what I mean, the the only game script you could really see happening here is, you know, Adrian Peterson breaking a couple of long ones, you know, and possibly scoring some touchdowns there. But uh, do you do you feel confident in saying that you feel confident, you know, Adrian Peterson is going to bust off some long runs and score touchdowns? I don't. So I think this Bills defense, you know, I would not be surprised if they skunked them, honestly. It would not surprise me if Washington didn't score a point in this game. You know, at Buffalo, Buffalo is really pissed off about, you know, the past two games giving up the amount of rushing yards they've given up. And, you know, none of these pass catchers on this team I'm really scared of. I think I think McLaurin is a great, you know, a great player, and he's going to be very good for a long time. But against this Buffalo Bills defense, you know, those safeties, these corners, I just I just don't see him having a big game. So, honestly, I think Buffalo is an easy, you know, no-brainer best best defense to play this week. Yep, I totally agree. Um, they're the most expensive defense for a reason, uh, you know. So, if you can fit them into your lineup, I did, uh, it's almost a, a surefire throw them in there. Um, I like the Eagles this week. You know, I just think this could be the end of Mitch Trubisky. You know, they're already calling for him to get get benched. They've already <laughs> they've already been. You know, Matt Nagy had to come out last week and say, you know, Trubisky is our starter. Um, so I do. I just think that you know, against this Eagles defense, uh, they're finally healthy at cornerback. Um, I don't think they're great at cornerback. So don't get me wrong. I don't think that that. It'll be, you know, I don't think they're just going to shut Chicago down, but I can see Trubisky getting sacked plenty of times. I can see a couple turnovers. I think the Eagles are going to be a solid defense to throw in there this week. Yeah, definitely. I agree. <sighs> see, defense, I know a lot of people are going to tote the Jets. I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm not throwing the Jets Yeah, I'm there. not throwing not, the Jets. At 3,500, I think that's just crazy. I think that's. You know, my I think, Miami. yeah, that's literally <laughs> just the name Miami is why they threw them up there so high. So you know, what I mean, the Jets are are definitely not coming going and going to be in any of my lineups this week. But a defense that you know is the lowest price defense is the Redskins. And you know, I just said that the Bills defense is going to be great, but I also think the Redskins could score some points here because you know Josh Allen has has shown you plenty of times this year that he is you know, a turnover prone quarterback. You know what I mean? He is a little bit loose with the football back there. You know, it gets batted out of his hands. You know, I could definitely see the defense, you know, batting at one out of his hands and running it back for a touchdown in this game. You know, that doesn't affect the Bills defense anymore. You know, if you have played DFS for long enough, you know, in past years, that would have taken points away from your defense. But if your defense gives up touchdowns you know you lose points but if the offense you know fumbles and the defense scores it doesn't go against your defense anymore so i could see the redskins you know smacking a ball out of you know josh's hands you know grabbing a fumble you know him throwing a picker you know even two in this game because he's just known to throw picks every once in a while uh, so I don't think it'd be crazy if he had a two or three you know turnover game and the redskins defense gets you you know seven eight points and honestly if they get you seven eight points at 1800 you are ecstatic you know what I mean because they <laughs> are going to they are 100 percent. i guarantee you going to sack him he is one of the highest sack quarterbacks and it's because he holds onto the ball just a little too long so you know at eight at 1800 to me i think they are crazy underpricing this redskins defense and i will have them in a lot of lineups 
All right. And one last defense from me, I'll say Cleveland, you know, uh, going up against Brandon Allen. We don't know what he's going to do, but I, to me, I, I just don't think that, you know, this guy's going to come in and just, you know, be knocking everybody's socks off. Uh, Miles Garrett's been a guy that's been able to get to the cornerback. They got Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams both healthy. So to me, you know, I think this Cleveland Browns defense is a great play this week um, in a, against a, a rookie. Or a, he's not a rookie quarterback, but he is a guy making his first career head start or make head start making his first career start. So, yeah, I, like, I don't mind throwing the Cleveland Browns in there. Yep, I agree. I think the Cleveland Browns could definitely do some damage against this Brandon Allen led Broncos team. <laughs> All right. And that concludes it. Uh, you know, you got some guys that we like for DFS. Go out there and win some money this week. And uh, before we go, remember, check us out on our website, www.4thandinchesff.com. That is www.4thandinchesff.com for a bunch of content. We got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. And until next time, peace out, guys. Peace.